Right guys, it's that time of the week again. Back here with the market update. I'm your host, Sacklane, And today we've got a very, very special episode. We're covering GameStop and Wall Street bets. So, I mean, I've been fascinated by this. I'm not going to lie to you. This is as much an exploration for me as it is getting some information out there to you. I mean, I'll cover the markets just because, you know, you should always uh, eat your food before dessert or whatever. But the uh, the stock market has continued falling due to the increased volatility driven by the ongoing saga between retail investors and hedge funds. The S&P is down 1.9% when it closed on Friday. The S&P suffered its worst weekly performance since October 2020. Dow Jones and Nasdaq have also closed 2% low on Friday. And it's all kind of being attributed to the ongoing saga that revolves around GameStop um, and Wall Street bets. The uh, the VIX uh, index that you, you know is a measure of volatility in the market ended at thirty two point four, which is massive. It's huge. It's above it's above the kind of long term average of approximately twenty. So I'll give you the kind of spark notes version of what's been going on. I assume a lot of you know already, but for those of you who don't, what's happened with GameStop? It well. <laughs> It started with a subreddit, really, called Wall Street Bets. It's a what's happened is there's been a trading frenzy ignited by a battle between an army of kind of amateur investors and and the multi-billion-dollar hedge funds. And um, what Wall Street Bets kind of picked up on is the big short positions that a lot of these hedge funds had on certain stocks, such as GameStop, AMC Entertainment, Nokia, and BlackBerry. So what they did was they uh, decided to all long these stocks, i.e., buy them up and drive up the share price, which um, obviously hit hit the hedge funds really, really hard. Well, the short sellers really have induced a kind of huge loss of up to $9 billion uh, as they need to buy back the shares at higher prices to cover their short positions. Uh, and this is all known as a short squeeze. So I'll quickly give you a, a breakdown if you don't know what it is. When you short something, in theory, this is not what happens anymore, but you buy it, you sell it immediately in the market. You don't really buy it, you borrow it from someone and then you think at a later date it will go down in price so you buy it back cheaper and then you're able to keep the difference um, it's a contract basically so that other person who you borrowed the stock from has to buy it back from you uh, so basically all these hedge funds have to buy back at the higher price and the issue with the short is unlike a long where you know the share price can in theory only go from the position you're at to zero a short well you have to pay anywhere from the position you're at to infinity uh, um, in terms of where the stock can go. So you always have to cover that dif difference, which is why shorting is um, far less common uh, than than longing. But yeah, so that's what the, the Wall Street Bets uh, subreddit kind of capitalized on. So if we're just looking at the, the GameStop price, it's uh, <laughs> it went from $2.57 last year to $18.84 on the 31st of December. And now listen to this all-time high of $483. I'll just give you a moment to take that in. That is massive. I've not seen anything like that f ever, really. Um, most recently, it's closed at $325 on Friday, uh, which was 400% up from the, from the week before that. It's not just GameStop. Like I said, AMC and BlackBerry have also soared on Friday after the plunge on Thursday. So basically what's happened is um, a lot of these retail uh, traders uh, obviously have to use kind of platforms such as Robinhood. And so what Robinhood have done is they tighten restrictions on purchases of these specific stocks. Robinhood are only allowing retail investors to sell their current holdings of these shares and not allowing them to buy any more. 
Um, so what what essentially what's happened is an artificial reduction of the demand for these stocks, which has caused a large decline in share price for GME, AMC and BlackBerry uh, on Thursday. This has uh, naturally rubbed some people the wrong way, right? Um, you know, so how has the public responded to uh, Robin Hood's restrictions? Well, naturally, I mean, Reddit's a pretty spicy place at the best of times, but people have really gone off on this. So they're infuriated and they've claimed that Robin Hood um, was working with the hedge funds to reduce the share price of GameStop so that hedge funds can minimize their losses. Remember, I said, you know, the price can go up to infinity and they have to pay the difference. Many are even trying to sue Robinhood for manipulating the market. Other influential figures such as uh, billionaire Mark Cuban, who we know is a celebrity investor on Shark Tank, has questioned their intention of restricting trades. You know, people have been coming out on Twitter and he sent a Twitter saying, so are Robinhood and interactive brokers ending trading in these stocks because they are losing their ass on these trades? So people are basically saying it's one rule for them, the hedge funds, and one rule for us. Why is it called speculation when we do it and when they do it, it's um, it's legit? What Just because they're larger than us and have more money, it seems that basically the retail investors are the ones who are being punished for this kind of thing when hedge funds have basically been doing it forever, is what people are saying. The kind of spotlight that these complaints have placed on the issue has forced the SEC, which is the Securities and Exchange Commission, the people who kind of regulate this kind of stuff in America, to step in and say that it will closely be monitoring the price and volatility for these stocks and will take aggressive enforcement action if market manipulation is found to have taken place. So how have Robin Hood kind of responded to this? Well, well, a few things. They they decided to lift the restriction by allowing investors to only buy a certain number of shares for the selected company. So they've put a, a cap on it. Uh, people who have already exceeded this cap uh, can't buy any more shares. They can only sell. Um, the official statement from the CEO is that it's not market manipulation. It's uh, a serious issue that they don't have enough capital on hand to cover the surge in transactions. So they can't actually do what is required of them. However, it has managed to raise more than a billion dollars from its existing investors and tap credit lines from banks and has resumed some trading for retail investors. So what's been going on? I mean, that was a kind of quick update. So what's going on right now? Well, in the UK... One of the UK's biggest financial trading platforms, IG, has stopped any new trades in GameStop and AMC uh, when markets opened yesterday. So they are only allowing investors who currently own shares in these companies to sell. It seems like many trading platforms are following a similar course of actions, limiting the number of trades of these stocks. And um, Wall Street bets aren't stopping here. You know, they've got a they've got a glimpse of what the power they have really. Uh, and they're looking at a new potential target, which is silver. Uh, silver was also heavily shorted, especially by firms such as JP Morgan. Due to this, silver hit an eight-year high in terms of its prices, and the share price of silver mining companies has also rallied when markets opened on Monday. It's crazy, right? It's the power of just masses and the internet to, I wouldn't say artificially inflate. I don't want to sound like I'm criticizing it, but sh- through just sheer decision-making, uh, and uh, cooperation they've managed to not just drive a company but as soon as that company does well they then begin to kind of pull up the the sector along with them and we're seeing that with this silver mining um, sector and it well I mean I think the internet always prevails is what I'm kind of seeing from this 
And to be honest, if, if we are talking about a free market and, you know, that seems to be something that a lot of, well, particularly people who work in finance like the idea of a free market, you know, um, there's m- more to be done in a free market. It's more fun, you know, inverted commas. Well, this is this is what can happen in a free market. And I don't, so I do think, you know, and me, this is me personally talking, you know, um, it's not fair for people on hedge funds to say, well, this is wrong, but what we do is okay. Because this is, by definition, something that is happening by virtue of us being in a free market. And it's a bit of a David versus Goliath story, really, isn't it? It's almost Orwellian. Uh, it's almost like, um, you know, rooting for the underdog type situation. And and like I said, hedge funds are known to move the market with their large buying power and influence. When a hedge fund makes a public decision on a company, it, 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 it can affect that company really, really uh, detrimentally. And I think the Wall Street Bet uh, subreddit guys have kind of picked up on this. You know, when you make an investment, you'd like to think it's based on fundamentals and you have some sort of thesis for why you think a company will do well or not and therefore you long or short them. But the Wall Street Bet subreddit is basically getting on to the fact that they can simply take out a position they want. They don't really have to justify it um, to anyone. And their connections to the media and their influence allows them to then it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy you know you short a company you say i think this company is going to do badly and because of how influential you are everyone believes you and that drives the momentum of the company uh and it it, it drives it downwards right so it's, well it started off by they want to make a profit by capitalizing on the short short squeeze kind of methodology but now it's something greater they're sending a signal to the hedge funds that they no longer hold as much influence on the financial markets, you know, and that's the transparency, I guess, that, this, that the modern internet services provide. And it, it has highlighted in a way that the market, the free market is not as fair as it seems. Um, even if trading firms such as Robinhood are not in cahoots with hedge, hedge funds, there's been further speculation that hedge funds are engaging in an act called short ladder, where hedge funds are selling shares of GameStop to each other thus intentionally driving the price down. Furthermore, CNBC uh, reported that Melvin Capital, the main hedge fund shorting GameStop, recently closed out its short position on Tuesday afternoon. However, there were discrepancies in their report, which when further investigated, showed that they did not close out all their position. So more investors in Wall Street bets also noticed the volume of trades during that day to be too low if Melvin Capital did close all their short positions by buying back all the shares. So this has caused many to speculate that CNBC is working with hedge funds to trick retail investors by telling them that the short positions have been filled up and that the price could no longer rally. That is in order to coerce them into selling, thinking that the price can no longer increase and then that minimizes losses for hedge funds, right? So like I said, the, the hedge funds use their um, influence and their connections in the media, particularly in a place like America, where the regulation is um, not as uh, kind of stern as it is over here, to guide sentiment as it benefits their investment thesis. And people are picking up on that. Uh, and naturally, if that was a part of the free market, that kind of ability to uh, influence uh, the masses through your connections in the media and your influence in the markets, then this Wall Street bets kind of um, retaliation is also then you know part of the free market. And if you're gonna if you're gonna be a proponent of free markets, and well, you got to get on board with this kind of thing, I guess. The SEC is still investigating if there was any market manipulation, I should say, but it still signals 
that there are many tactics that large financial institutional groups use via the media or brokerage firms to to get what they want, basically. And that's natural, right? We see it everywhere. Large institutions do indeed have a very large influence on the financial markets. But I think after this this incident, there may be a shift in power to retail investors as their collective buying power actually mimics a hedge fund themselves, right? This is, it's, you define a hedge fund because it's under one company or whatever, but if it's just a bunch of people with the same investment thesis pooling their money together, in order to, you know, um, capitalize on something they see in the market. Well, you know, that's basically a hedge fund, really. The the evidence is 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 right there. All the all the companies they mention in the Reddit for, forum all rally, and now we can see that silver is also doing the same. Um, and I feel like this incident's kind of highlighted the weakness and volatility in the stock markets, and this could potentially mean that investors may switch to other forms of investment such as cryptocurrency, you know, Bitcoin. Um, Large funds will also have to pay more attention to such trading activities on social media as the playing field is kind of being leveled by uh, those platforms. But yeah, guys, um, that's my take on it. Uh, A bit of a layman's perspective in a sense. I hope it it made sense to you guys. I hope you're following it. And if you are, you're fascinated by what's going on. It's it's almost unprecedented, really. Uh, And there will definitely be some fallout uh, and as ever, if you're interested in trading or you wanted to be a part of this thing or the next one that happens, um, we here at Finance Focus have got our partnership with DeGiro. They're an excellent, excellent trading platform. You know, you can trade anything between options to stocks. They've won a number of awards, um, such as the Investor's Choice and uh, FT's Best Low-Cost Stockbroker 2018 and 2017. As ever, find out more on our website and in the bio. And um, yeah, I'll catch you guys next time.